0: Whether you are a startup or an established entrepreneur, nothing communicates your company's message better than brilliant branding. With over 25 years in the business and over 250 companies named, expert Phil Davis and his team at Tungsten Branding will enlighten, brighten, and illuminate your mind so your brand will shine. Get ready to flip the switch and spark your imagination. Welcome to Brilliant Branding with hosts Phil Davis and Liz Heemstrom.
1: Hello and welcome to Brilliant Branding. This week we're going to be continuing what was a very compelling, engaging uh, podcast from last week on company taglines. We had a guest on the show uh, working straight out of New York had worked on some fairly large projects And we found the information so interesting and so rich and where so many people are struggling with taglines that we thought we would continue the conversation on uh, this week. So Liz, are you ready to dig in? I'm ready. Let's do it. Ready to dig in. So if you can't change your company name and so many of the people that reach out to us who say I have a branding issue, um, I do not have that flexibility. They're they're kind of stuck with the company name, or it's it's not up for debate, or it's going to take a lot of, a lot of persuading. Then what do you do? Can you brand around a tagline or a slogan? So last week we talked about best practices. We talked about what it would take to create a very aligned brand. What are ways that create a. Uh, tagline. What are tips and techniques? What are linguistic things? How do you do it? Why do you do it? We talked about how a tagline is like the rudder of your ship and it gives the name some direction. But what if you don't have that luxury? You're not building the ship from scratch. It's a company that you currently own. Is it realistic to rebrand, reposition, and create a, a brand out of the slogan itself if the name is a legacy name? So in essence, can the tail wag the proverbial dog so
2: questions up for debate the question
1: is up for debate we're gonna to talk today about this and this isn't a black-and-white issue and Liz and I talked about this before the show do we come on and say do this or don't do this and we thought this week we'd let you be the jury
2: <laughs> exactly Yep. so we yep. will
1: try the case publicly <laughs> and and you can you can weigh in you can always reach us at uh, info at tungsten Brandy we'd love to get your comments and your thoughts Yes. Uh, And address them. We can post some things on Facebook to let you know that. So can the tail wag the dog? And I think we've all been there where we have a branding issue, something the company's not right. And in our magical thinking, it would just be so much easier if we could just create a great pitch line, a slogan, a motto. And we've all seen them happen. Um, You know, where's the beef with Clarabelle, with Wendy's years ago? There's something that just blows up. If it was today, that would have been all over social media.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and th- sometimes these things have a life of their own and they go on and on. But can that really suffice and substitute as your brand? Right. Or is it a one trick pony? A lot of animals here. <laughs> tail wagon dogs, one trick pony. Yeah. So let's talk about a couple of those and some projects that we've worked on. And I'm going to say the first classification are legacy brands. So if you have a law firm, if you're perhaps a CPA,
3: mm-hmm.
1: accounting firm, if you're these typical legacy brands, a lot of times, either legally or just by precedent, it's hard to change it. You know, uh, it it would be a little flippant sounding if you were a personal injury attorney to call it, you know, uh, Steve's cool law firm, you know, <laughs> or, you <laughs>
2: Right, 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 right.
1: Yeah. So we have lawyers that have reached out to us before and they say, what can we do? You know, right. We want our branding improved. The other reality is with partnerships in law firms, people change out.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So you could brand, you're hopefully got two names that are that you can say and spell. A lot of names are problematic. But if they aren't and they're Smith, hopefully not Smith and Wesson, but Smith and Davis, mm-hmm. even then... You add a partner, you subtract a partner, uh, a main partner leaves, and they're not there anymore, begs the question, well, where's this central figure to your brand? Mm-hmm. Well, they retired four years ago. <laughs> so Great. can you do this? We had a, an ad agency subcontract with us and they said, we have a law firm and they're desperate to advertise, but they're adding partners, subtracting partners. Can we come around a central theme? And we went through a number of things in this naming exercise and we ended up coming up with kind of a catchphrase. It was two words, justice counts and it, does count. and it counts and it wasn't really the problem with law firms is you really can't make statements a lot of times due to the bar um, that you know we win most of our cases or we're the best or any superlatives mm-hmm. so it's kind of a neutral statement but it kind of was affirmative justice counts yeah we got them the exact com, and when I talked to the firm that hired us here about a year ago they said that's just become the rallying cry
3: Mm-hmm.
1: for that firm. Almost to the point where you can't remember their names, but re- that's that, what's that group that says Justice Counts?
2: Right. Yes.
1: Yeah. So and I then think you Google justice, and counts, justice Counts and
2: it comes up. Comes
1: up and then you go to it. So in that sense, I would say that there's an argument that if you're in one of those situations where there is not any flexibility to create what we like to do, The main brand name is creates has the attributes in it, or it has some telling characteristic of what it is that you do very well. Mm -hmm. It's very aligned, and the tagline matches up. It's the actor and the supporting actor. Yeah, it's the yin and the yang. But you don't have the yin; you just have the yang.
2: (laughs) Right, right, right.
1: So I think that's an example of something justice counts. They've pitched it. In Florida, when I started off my ad agency, there was a guy who looked just like Leave It to Beaver. He looked like he was too young to be a lawyer. His last name was Morgan. And the group was Morgan and Morgan. And they had billboards everywhere. I thought, who would hire this guy? (laughs) I've watched him age in place. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're out there, Morgan and Morgan, please don't sue me. (laughs) Just saying. You've aged gracefully. Let me just say that. But you have aged. Um, But the thing that they've of consistent it's this little pithy catchphrase and it was what Liz
2: for the people
1: for the people for the people what is that originally from isn't that like
2: the Gettysburg Address maybe uh, no or? I don't
1: think so I think it was for, by the people for the people maybe yeah it was ripped from history the right. pages of history
2: right right
1: are you, are you gonna google while we're on air yeah so for the people was the, the the little uh phrase that he kind of ripped out and they started running it on, yeah, it is, wow, points. Ha. Yes. <laughs> See what happens when you're just a few years out of school versus 30 or 40? So for the people, <laughs> exactly. that thing caught on, and it was just, It's what does that say, advocacy,
2: mm-hmm. you know? Right. We're for the We're people. We're for the people. We're not for ourselves. You know, yeah. Or at least it says that it's
1: not. And then you can extrapolate from that. And so that catchphrase became for the people. And on their website, it says not for the powerful.
2: Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah.
1: So I have started seeing that thing. You talk about encroachment. You know, I've moved from Florida to North Carolina. And just like pods has followed me here.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, <laughs> started seeing billboards for the people. <laughs> and there was young Leave at the Beaver. A little bit older <laughs> but I'm like dang. Aging,
2: aging gracefully
1: gracefully um, you know yes so there's another one justice counsel. those are both examples of law firms but if if you look at your own industry if you're in a legacy one where you don't have the flexibility of a name change there's an example where you can take kind of a very condensed phrase and build kind of an entire brand platform Mm-hmm. And Justice Council you could talk about it's why it's important to be fair and why you should be treated fairly. For the people, we've got your back.
3: Mm-hmm. We're not for
1: the powerful or for you. And I believe in both cases, they bought the dot-com and kind of made the tagline their brand. Mm-hmm. So while we're not, that's not an ideal situation.
2: Right. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's ideal.
1: I wouldn't say it's ideal. But it is something that, you know, we live in a very... There's, you know, we talk about brilliant branding and what we always want to showcase is best practices, Mm -hmm. but sometimes there's what I call bright branding.
2: (laughs) One step below. It's 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 still good, but it's not brilliant.
1: It's not dim branding. It's not burnout branding, right? (laughs) It is. It is bright branding. So bright in the sense of smart. Mm -hmm. So you could argue, well, that's, you know, you're, you're missing the legacy but i've talked to so many people as you've sat in on these phone calls they call up and they go you know we've built so much equity in our names now and then the one partner's gone Mm -hmm. we added another one Mm -hmm. uh do we change the domain it's just fraught with problems right so while maybe it's not ideal it's very pragmatic and very smart yeah so we're delving in from brilliant and do bright another one and this is more on a retail side you Say, Phil, Liz, we're not lawyers. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that.
3: <laughs>
1: we are we are barring lawyer jokes today. By the way, if you want to write us, just send us lawyer jokes. We might not be able to say them on air. Uh, so, um, the one job hazard of being a lawyer—you have I to know. hear those all the time. Yeah. So, what about a retail example? I think we all know the the catchphrase: "I've fallen,
2: um, and, I and I can't get can't up." Get up.
1: She's perpetually on that floor. Yes. Did she ever get up? I don't know. We're left. I think
2: they came and I'm then... in suspense
1: <laughs> on whether she ever got off the floor. That became so famous, or quasi infamous. Yes. Um, that it ended up becoming, I believe, trademarked by them.
2: Yeah. I mean, does anyone out there know actually the name yes. of the
1: of the of the company? company? Anybody waiting? Waiting. Waiting. <laughs> Callers. Checking social Caller. media. No callers. <laughs> so what is it, Liz?
2: Life call.
1: Life call.
2: Which I didn't know.
1: Yeah. So life call. I mean, that's actually a decent name. Oh,
2: yeah, I agree.
1: But this thing caught on like fire. Yeah. It was a wildfire. I'm falling, It became memes. It became everything. Mm-hmm. But instead of fighting, they went with it. Yes. So we're the company that it's all about. I've fallen and I can't get up. Right. That's very...
2: Just- Puts a picture in somebody's head too of oh I know what that means. It yeah, it's like for
1: people who fall, who fall and, and they can't, can't get up. up. I think it's but you know to your point there I think it makes it very linear. Yes, you know we talk about best case. This is maybe one down from bright branding. This mm-hmm. is you know visible branding.
2: Right, exactly. <laughs> um, and I think I know what it, exactly what it is because Life Call, though I think it's a good name. Yes, it could also to me be like oh is that like a um, competitor of like On Star. <laughs> You know, like you're calling. Right. It could be, you know, because on Star you're in a car accident. And you're like, on mm-hmm. Star, help me. Right. You know, life call. That could kind of make sense. But so here we have a tagline that really, really says, no, this is what we this do. This is we what it is. For people who have fallen and cannot get up.
1: But we go back to how we opened today. I mean, is it, in fact, like a one trick pony?
2: Right. Yeah.
1: Do you become your own worst enemy? And that right. it's almost like uh, an actor gets typecast, you know, and yes. then you're like, okay, you're that kind. Of, and then you go, well, actually, we do more. You get back to the classic thing. We're more than just fall down services. You know right. what I mean?
2: True. Right.
1: Now True. we do this. Most companies want to grow. Yeah. Most companies change and expand and shift products as the market changes. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe there's a, a different technology uh, that's available another few years with all that's available through Wi-Fi and everything. Now your refrigerator will probably sense that you've fallen. <laughs> And Samsung will, <laughs> will rescue you. They'll sense that your hand came off the refrigerator The drones door. will
2: come and pick you up.
1: Drones will come in. They'll fly you away. <laughs> and then you go to pivot and you are branded by your tagline. So that's kind of the pitfall.
2: It is. It is. That's. This is why it's, you know.
1: Careful what on. you wish for. Yeah. Your 15 minutes of fame.
2: Yeah. Is it's suddenly for over. for debate, you know.
1: So... We're going to talk a little bit, too, about companies that because of their name, they've had to do a workaround or what I would call sort of a reverse engineered solution. And these are ones that, for better or for worse, started off and, you know, look at all the societal change we're going through. I mean, my goodness, just things that could be said and talked about even five to ten years ago. That are either taboo or taboo or it's just, you know, would not help your cause Mm -hmm. to even talk about it. And what we're going to talk about next are are organizations that if you even were to spell out what they stand for, self-proclaimed. This is, we can call ourselves anything. Yeah. And we choose this name. And now they want to distance themselves from that. So can the tagline help you do that? The first one, and it's quite a bit of ad money is being spent today to kind of rework and reposition is AARP. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, the association, the association, the American Association of Retired People. Right. So AARP is a membership organization. They're trying to get members. They want to sound more inclusive and less exclusive. Yeah. So membership, I believe, starts at age 50. Yes. It doesn't really seem like a re- most people aren't retiring at 50. Yeah, not these right. Days. Especially,
2: yeah, I was going to say, not these days, but Social Security and everything. One
1: more year and I'm hitting that golden golden age, <laughs> 50, I'm retiring. And they just, there's very little talk about retired people. When we went on their site to look at their, their brand strategy and how they're pitching this, um, very few of the pictures even look like they're people that are, I would say, even close to being elderly
2: Yeah, no, they're more like 45. They look
1: about 45, at least both of us. Mm -hmm. Um, And they look vibrant and they look younger and they look involved. And what they've done is just taken not all four, but two of the letters, RP, and pivoted to say it's all about real possibilities. Yeah. So here's the question. You're our jury today. We said, you know, is this possible? I think some of those early ones, justice counts, I think works.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: I think for the people, very good. You yeah. can go there, you can get right. the matching.com. Um, the jury is out to me a little bit on AARP and making that plausible and believable that this organization is all about real possibilities and just making life wonderful. Um, that's what they're going for. That's a shift from advocating for retired people right. to making real possibilities happen in your life. Very, very aspirational in nature.
2: Yes, and definitely. These
1: large aspirational kind of reaches sometimes can come across as a little bit of overreach. And if you overreach in your brand, it can kind of come across as disingenuous. Like, really? Is it really about that? So, I, I would love to get the thoughts of the audience on that. Is that a campaign that's working? Is it a push?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Sometimes that's a push that works, but it has to be funded a lot to make it work. Right. 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 I mean, it works, but you're going to have to just keep reminding people every day that you're about real possibilities. The other thing that went along with that campaign, and it was almost a little accusatory, is if you don't know AARP, you don't know ARP. And Mm -hmm. if the word carp comes to mind when you carp about things is when you complain. Mm -hmm. And to hear that phrase, if you don't know AARP, you don't know ARP. (laughs) And like it's incumbent on us to know who they are, even though their name is not what they're saying. And it's real possibility. So it's to me, jury is out on that one, but we're always open to getting people's thoughts. We're going to jump for a quick commercial break, but um, we're talking to you about taglines. Can slogans actually be your brand? Um, And we'll pick this up on the other side of the commercial break. and We'll be right back.
0: Your brand is your story and getting your story straight is the most critical and challenging component of your brand identity. That's where we come in. We're tungsten and we're naturally wired for brilliance. We'll help create, clarify and communicate your brand message in ways that will make you shine. Whether you're a startup, entrepreneur, consultant or an established business, we'll use our tools and talents to build and brighten your company identity. Why struggle with domain searches, trade Trademark issues and endless brainstorming when the Tungsten team can create a clear and compelling brand name that strengthens your image. Having named over 250 regional, national, and international companies, products, and services, Tungsten has a trusted track record for successful brand creation and implementation. Our proven process will focus your brand and put you center stage. Visit us at TungstenBranding.com for your free quote. That's TungstenBranding.com.
3: Be more. Achieve more.
0: The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Brilliant Branding. To reach our show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to info at tungstenbranding.com. Now, back to this week's program. Mm-hmm.
1: Welcome back to Brilliant Branding here uh, with Liz and myself, Phil Davis, at Tungsten Branding. Uh, we love the work that we do in bringing uh, bright ideas, brilliance into people's brands and helping them shine. The metaphor we use is the wire and the light bulb. Uh, and we're just hoping we don't get burnt out. Oh, I know. Yeah, look at that. I don't
2: I don't think it's a real no. possibility. No, I don't
1: think it's a real possibility. We're also talking about A <laughs> A R P This
2: is my new favorite thing, yeah, is creating these great segues. Yeah,
1: segues. <laughs> segways that also simultaneously goad me. <laughs> So, you know what I love about that is the real possibilities. It's always guys on, like, Hogs or Harleys or something. They're never doing anything that's halfway. It's like they're skydiving in New Zealand, you know? Yeah. Um, so, it's like. Because
2: they're, re- they're, yeah, they're real, real. And
1: real, real possibilities. Because
2: if you start at 50. Yes. I mean, it's more likely that 50-year-old versus of,
1: 67. I'm thinking of taking up chainsaw juggling oh, part-time. Yeah. So, real possibility, AARP. But they're. You know, kudos to them for taking this challenge on. Mm -hmm. Um, I bet you that conversation was a difficult one. There's probably discussion, I can only imagine, like maybe we should just do a start over. And this is what we're talking about. A lot of people, if you're a marketing director or a business owner, you know, the catch 22 I always hear, Liz, and it's really funny, is we can't change our name, everybody knows it. It's a legacy name, Mm
3: -hmm.
1: right? And you say, what's your biggest challenge? Marketing challenge. They say, well, no one's heard of us. And I'll go, wait a minute, you just said everybody knows you. You can't change your company name. There's usually an overestimation, especially among smaller companies. Yeah. Because, of course, everyone knows you. You're talking about your clients.
2: Yeah, right.
1: The 200 people, right? Yes. They know you, and you cringe at the thought of answering the phone differently. Mm -hmm. So we find a lot of resistance when people are clutching onto that legacy name. But yet, if you think about how illogical this is, you'll say, well, what, what is your biggest, well, because of our name or because of this, we just feel like no one, we're the best kept secret in the world. And I'm like, everybody can't know about you and you're the best kept secret. It's one of the two. Mm-hmm. But having said that, we always go for brand clarity. We go for best practice. Let's create a grant, a brand. Some of them are fine. Just need to be tuned up. Mm-hmm. Some boy just need to, to bulldoze it. Start over.
3: Yeah.
2: But
1: if you can't, if it's and a historical brand. So if it's a house and the city goes, no, that's a historical monument you live in. You go, <laughs> no, it's a shack. I'm reading it. This guy's I lo- a slumlord. I, lo-
2: I love that. I love no, that. No, no, no. Historical
1: monument that's you're
2: historical living monument. in. historical
1: monument. You cannot do that. And that's your brand. You know, it's, My great-great-granddad came up with the name. It makes no sense. So we're talking about what are workarounds and can you brand to where the tagline becomes the thing I think the, qu- the the point we're making with AARP is it's not that it can or can't work, but is it... Is it working? Is it, is it working and Do is people, it believable? Yeah.
2: Do people... Are you familiar with real possibilities? Do you think, oh, I know real possibilities, but and I know that's with the
1: retired people, but yeah. oh yeah,
2: AARP, that makes sense. Yes. Or is it, oh, I didn't even know that was their campaign. I just know AARP.
1: Or is it just too far the opposite? Remember last week with, with, uh, with the Weinstein yeah Um, debacle that came out one of the other people that they interviewed in an article that I was in said well what you should do to remedy it is just go the opposite way and call it like that name it after Helen Reddy or somebody yeah well sometimes it's just a bridge too far yes yeah I don't know that you go from being associated with abuse to being an advocacy firm so sometimes it's not that this can't be done yeah let's separate the issues out yeah you could probably brand around a slogan I, we've seen some examples of where that's worked, but you have to measure, is it a bridge too far? Mm-hmm. Uh, can that be done? Can you make something that's associated strongly with one thing uh, all of a sudden mean much more or something much different? So I think jury's out on that one,
3: mm-hmm. you know? Right.
1: And and please weigh in if, if you agree to it. Uh, the United Negro College Fund, um, I think this one's much more congruent. So they went in and, and really branded around the phrase, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Yeah. Wow. Pulls at your heartstrings. You know, a mind is, to, I saw ads for that for years. And I think that one creates a lot of emotional connection. Um, their name has been reduced to an acronym. So it's hard to just take an acronym name that, that's based on old terminology and do something with it. So they have pivoted years ago. They pivoted to really brand around a mind is a terrible, and I think everybody can empathize with that. You know, the, the youth potentiality, what a waste if we don't take advantage of this. And that's really become their almost permanent brand The a mind is a terrible thing to, to, so give to this college fund. Agree, disagree.
2: Yeah, I think, well, for me personally, I, I, until recently, did not even know that that was their tagline.
1: I think they haven't advertised as much. I don't know this, but growing up, I was very aware yeah. of this ad campaign. It was run a lot. Yeah. Maybe it was public service. I don't know. Yeah. But in mind is a terrible thing to waste. But that one really stood out to me as is a is a great kind yeah. of catchphrase.
2: I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that.
1: So I, again, more congruent. I think. I yeah. mean, you could you could hear that catchphrase. You connect it. You go agreed. I agree with that. Mind is a terrible things. It's always hard to pose that thought process.
3: Mm-hmm. Here's a
1: here's kind of a, a weird one. Yes. So you're stuck with another acronym. Notice this one. Both uh, UNCF AARP.
2: Yeah, these are acronyms.
1: All these are acronyms, and that's a lot of the time that people um, get into issues is they have these weird acronym type names. So they have to come up with something different. What if you had the name A F? L A C for your company name. What would you do with it? A F L A C. Come on, Liz. You've got to come up with a Aflac. campaign.
2: Aflac. Aflac. What does that sound like? I could just uh, see them in the boardroom. Aflac. It's got to. Aflac.
1: We can't do Aflac. anything with it. Aflac. 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 Ha! Huh. Jerry, that sounds like a duck. That sounds like a duck, Bob. <laughs> Bob, I think you just made a duck sound. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows how we get, you I know, the Budweiser campaign, just
2: thinking about this. The, the ad
1: agency actually came up with Bud, Wiser, the frogs, right. that yeah, was an yeah. ad campaign, Bud, Wiser, mm-hmm. you know, three frogs, and, but yeah. I, I think very similar, you've got, you've got some, a, a way to do that. Where now that creates a high degree of memorability. Yes. All of a sudden, the duck sound aflac. So you right. took something that nobody could work with, In right. genius, you created a duck and a story and a pitch. Right. Well, for whatever reason, we've come up quick on a break here, so we're going to keep talking about ways to work around brands that you're that you have, create alignment where there isn't any, and create memorability that didn't exist on taglines, um, and we'll be back in just a moment.
0: and getting your story straight is the most critical and challenging component of your brand identity. That's where we come in. We're tungsten and we're naturally wired for brilliance. We'll help create, clarify and communicate your brand message in ways that will make you shine. Whether you're a startup, entrepreneur, consultant or an established business, we'll use our tools and talents to build and brighten your company identity. Why struggle with domain searches, trademark issues and endless brainstorming when the Tungsten team can create a clear and compelling brand name that strengthens your image. Having named over 250 regional, national, and international companies, products, and services, Tungsten has a trusted track record for successful brand creation and implementation. Our proven process will focus your brand and put you center stage. Visit us at TungstenBranding.com for your free quote. That's TungstenBranding.com. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. are listening to Brilliant Branding. To reach our show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to info at tungstenbranding.com. Now, back to this week's program.
1: (laughs) All right, we're uh, talking today about creative workarounds when you're kind of stuck with your company or corporate name. What can you do? The last thing we left off with was we're we're reduced to a sound, a a duck. Yeah. Aflac. 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 I really
2: would love to know who... I want to
1: sit on that meeting. I
2: know. Was it... Did they add... I mean, was it them? Was it some advertiser I'm i mean was so it curious. thought
1: through or was it just some right. serendipitous moment I where know. someone says god our god, name sounds our name is awful. terrible sounds like a duck
2: Affleck. oh, oh yeah oh you sounds like a duck wait we could work with that
1: but now it's become and then the duck leads to an iconic yeah animals and of course animals are always a hit right you know, mickey, exactly. mickey mouse did, it made a small impact mm-hmm. so small, um, minor always can find an animal so here's another one that's interesting. Um South Korean company by the name of Lucky Gold Star Corporation mm-hmm. in part uh, known for making soap and
2: Lucky was, yeah. Yeah, Lucky. And then they merged with, well they created another company, Gold Star, yeah. that did more of the radios and technology. And then they just sort of were like, well, they're just going to become one company.
1: So did everything. Mm-hmm. So maybe the expression get lucky originally came from meaning to go get a bar of soap, you know?
2: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, um, that's, so, that's where it originated. Yeah, for that's sure. where it came
1: from. I'm pretty sure South Korea yeah. getting a bar of soap.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Um, so lucky, it, it was a lucky gold star that combined and eventually to reach into the Western market and to make that a little simpler to understand because even I think the lucky was originally a Korean word. It is. And it's just sounded pronounced
2: lucky. lucky. Yeah.
1: Um, so, wow. You're taking something that would be convoluted to the Western mind. Um, and you're simplifying it so this we can absorb it. Right. Dumb it down for basically masses of people to easily assimilate it. Mm-hmm. And it just became LG. Mm-hmm. And then somebody said, why don't we just say, life's good. Yes. So it's arguable that life's good.
2: Right. And is their it, logo is a little smiley face. smiley face. face
1: mm-hmm. The L and the G with a little that little, with a little winky. winky.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> a little winky eye. Mm-hmm. So sometimes either, you know, and look how that now that's like a trilogy. You know, LG, life's good, logo that matches. We talked a lot yes. about alignment. Yep. And reverse engineering so that there is alignment where it didn't exist previously.
2: Right, exactly. You have an acronym. You just have sort of this somewhat legacy type brand name. Lucky yes. gold star what is lucky I mean? star. it lucky gold
1: star sounds like smokes to me like yeah just, it you know, does yeah,
2: because oh lucky strike lucky that's strike. what it is yes. uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah
1: so I think that's a perfect example of dealing with something, reverse engineering it, and now it looks very intentional. I think to a younger consumer, they might think, boy, somebody was came up with a nice, strong, solid brand.
3: Yes,
2: exactly. You know, they,
1: they had this idea that life's good, and then they shortened it to LG. <laughs> <laughs> and then they went and made a nice smiley face to go with it. And then they said, you know, how can we make life good? Let's go make some electronics. <laughs>
3: Exactly.
2: It
1: all started with the brand. Yeah. Then we built it out. No, it was exactly the opposite. It started with soap. Yes. So, uh, and then there's the infamous one, the bad name of all bad names, the name that was so bad that they they it
2: had to be good. Yeah, they
1: they self-incriminated. <laughs> so they came up Schmuckers. Schmuckers. Schmuckers Jelly. And somebody, I could just imagine again, probably in a boardroom goes, okay, guys, you know, it's, it's grape jelly, but we got to get people to like it. And someone said, ah, do we, do we really have to call it smuckers? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Jerry,
2: (laughs) we're calling it smuckers. Great
1: granddad's name. We can't change it. (laughs) I mean, it has the word muck in it, you know? Right. You know, it's like muckers, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, It just sounds god awful, you know? And someone said, well, with a name like that, then the. People are buying it then the deli's got to be good
3: mm-hmm.
1: and oh, you've got it with a name like Smucker's. Yeah. It has to, to be, be good. good. Mm-hmm. So there's taking a negative, yeah. flipping it on its head, almost like that name is so terrible it's Aflac. Mm-hmm. Well, let's make it a duck. Yep. So one of the things you can look for is the silver lining. If yes. you feel like you've got the worst name in the world, it's almost like, and it, in today's advertising world too, I think it's much better received um it's not as stodgy it used to be so if you could be self-deprecating yes. and poke fun at yourself a little bit yes uh, people appreciate that it
2: oh seems, my gosh absolutely yeah it seems endearing Me, it, yeah it feels like relatable down to earth just yeah. sort of like they don't take
1: themselves too, too seriously. seriously you're poking fun at your own your own name yeah right but right. i've always thought that was a good one the name like smuckers and, and then of has, course it's reinforcing yeah. the name in the tagline right um it's got to be good we did something similar so i had a client I uh, might have mentioned this in a previous show And it was St. Pete Plumbing, and the the way St. Petersburg, Florida is situated, at the time, Yellow Pages was where it was at for for plumbers, and it was really expensive to be in the the Yellow Pages, and he was right on the line between the northern part of the county and the southern part. He didn't want to have to buy ads in both phone books, and everybody thought he was in St. Pete, but he could service north of there. It's a classic... Confusion, And I said, well, maybe you should just not use a geographic name. We've talked about this in other shows, geographic, literal, descriptive, industry-related, functional names like that, and how when you grow, they become problematic. In this case, absolutely painted on all of his trucks, did not want to change it. And so he said, how can I work, though, to transcend this idea that I only work in St. Petersburg?
3: Mm-hmm. And
1: so we brainstormed a little bit, and we thought, what about St. Pete, the— Apostle Liz, you're a churchy person, so you grew up in this. Yes, was it Dutch Reform? No, what, what was Christian it? Reformed. Christian Reform. Christian Reform. I knew you were Reformed. Yes, I just didn't know. Not look Reformed, up. Christian, <laughs> Christian Re- Reform. There's
2: a difference.
1: So, Saint Pete comes to mind, and we said, you know, that's a God fearing name, so why don't we make it like Saint <laughs> Pete? <laughs> and who do you meet at the gate when you go into heaven? Who's the one that really gives you a thumbs up or thumbs down? You meet Saint Pete at the gate, you know. You meet him at the gate. You meet Saint Pete. Oh, I don't remember the country. yeah. I no, this church. is this or is the it.
2: Baptist church because I went to a Baptist school. Is that what Tell happened?
1: Me. Okay, so Saint Pete, you're learning <laughs> I, something.
2: I have a hybrid.
1: So Saint Pete sits at the gate and determines whether you get in or out. So we created this caricature, a very likable kind of cartoon, with a with a harp and a plumber's wrench in his hand. So he had a harp and a plumber's wrench, mm-hmm. and the thing that we we. We dug down into and we talk a lot about finding your pivot point. What is it as a plumber that you do different than I? He goes, man, we get the hardest jobs, the jobs nobody can fix. Mm -hmm. And they'll call us and that we're the third plumber that they've called out and we'll get it done. He just really prided himself on that. I said, well, what if you're St. Pete and your tagline becomes we work miracles, right? Mm -hmm. So the position he started to go into was the problem solving plumber. Mm -hmm. You know, St. Pete, we work miracles. Then he ended up adding this character to all his vans. And then he became identified as the character with St. Pete on it. Yeah. So St. Pete was no longer a city. It was a character. Mm -hmm. So now you think, I'm going to call that guy that works miracles. Even though I live in Largo, I need that guy because I've got a a weird plumbing problem. I need that guy that can work miracles. Yes. So another case of taking something and flipping it kind of on its ear. We had a local company here, Tea Carts, which sounded like, Tea Carts. Tea Carts, like not coffee carts.
2: No. But Tea Carts. And it was an acronym
1: again. You'll see a little rhyme and reason to this. Acronyms, you know, Bobby Bouget, they're of the devil. Foosball is of the devil, Bobby Bouget. <laughs> um, and so are acronyms. So Tea Carts, it stood for Transylvania County Arts. Mm It's so, so problematic and the gal in town here that was running the organization came to me early on and said, I hear we got a branding guy in town, can you help us? And I sat in on this meeting and again, the third rail, you can't touch the third rail, the third rail is the name. Mm -hmm. Forbid that you should ever touch that. I said, well, how is that name working for you? Terrible. People think we have tea carts, or when we explain we're Transylvania County, they think, oh, you're county funded, you're quasi government, you don't need any money. They're not. Mm -hmm. not not for profit organization and carts and arts and Transylvania. And they said they serve everything from children in preschool all the way to seniors. Yeah. So it was kind of a cradle to grave kind of helping you uh, celebrate the arts. So we came up with three with a three word pitch and it was just art for life. Yeah. And we created a, a double entendre. It's art that gives you life because it's life giving and it's art for your entire life. They ended up with a red circle, if you can imagine this. It was knocked out in white, art for life. And I think there was a little bit of a flare of an exclamation point that looked like an artist uh, paintbrush. Yeah. When we go to the movies now in town, we go anywhere, I see that symbol above almost anything. And you almost lose the name tea carts. You just see art for life. It's also a call to arms, and it also helps them in fundraising because now their mission statement is forward and central instead of having a 10 minute explanation about how you don't serve tea, you know. I know you're a big tea drinker. Huge. Art for life, art for life. Dale Jarrett Racing Adventures, a client of ours that came to us and Dale Jarrett was retiring, legacy name. He, I believe, had leased the rights to the name. Didn't want to lose the name, but yet was like, that's going to go down in recognition every year as he's retired and fewer and fewer people know about him. We said, what if you pivoted on this and you develop a tagline that became kind of central to your entire brand? We developed full throttle living because it was really about the adrenaline experience that you get from race cars. Mm-hmm. And from that, he started doing other things and other adventures that were adrenaline producing. So there was a case where we actually looked into for a while of maybe rebranding as Full Throttle Living. So another, another tagline.
2: Yeah, right.
1: So very, very interesting ways that you can reverse engineer your brand if you're stuck. Yeah, you can't and, get rid
2: of that legacy name. And
1: you can't get, you can't get rid of it. I remember when um, Barack Obama first ran, he had this funny line about, why would I ever pick my name, you know, running for office, you know. Um, so he had the same issue in that he had Barack Hussein Obama. And he goes, why would anybody in their right mind use that name in the climate that we were in to run for office. Um, Again, self-deprecating and pivoted really more around the yes, we can and the hope image Mm -hmm. um, in his (laughs) campaign, which I thought was success. Obviously, it was successful. He got elected. So again, for
2: that specific reason.
1: Yes. Yes. Because of the tagline.
2: Just the tagline.
1: But that, that was smart thinking. You know, he got behind a very positive, affirmative message. And, and didn't, you know, highlight uh, a name that might have been, it was for him. He admitted it. It was a problematic name at the time. Um, so that's kind of how you work. That's how I had to reverse engineer the name. And we're going to pivot now and talk a little bit about, so what about your situation? Where are you at in the evolution of your company? Do you have a name that you're stuck with? If so, and you're going to take this approach and you're going to brand around your slogan How should you do it and how do you do it on a scale of being really practical? Is your slogan, should it be really practical and functional and descriptive or should it be way out there and be aspirational?
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Liz, you were doing some reading on that. Why don't you weigh in on that? What's that continuum look like in terms of company size, what you can get away with? Right. If you're going to go and brand around a tagline and again, bridge too far stuff.
2: Right. And I mean, I think too, a lot of times, Ah, uh, people will come to us, and they're just starting up, and they want from us that Nike just, just do, do it, it tagline.
1: Yeah,
2: and you know, from what I read, and I think from gleaning the experiences uh, through our own clients, is that really, you know, you start with a name that is clear, compelling, and your tagline then can evolve with you as a company. So when you're first starting out, or even like we're talking about this, you know, you have a legacy name, uh, maybe people don't know you, you can have a more descriptive tagline, something that says exactly uh, what you do versus being that aspirational right off the bat. Right. Because otherwise people, you know, you have a name, um, like, so we named Street King. Right. Um,
1: uh, this is a recent client came to us and said- yes. We need a name and it's for our uh, uh, custom rims.
2: Yeah. So they are right now branded as Street King Custom Wheels and Tires, which makes sense. They have one location.
1: Boom, one location. One location. So what's the lesson here? You've got one location.
2: Yeah, you have one location. Street King. Gives, yes. That's,
1: I would consider an ish name. An ish street name. Street King sounds right. like, I don't know, something about the street. Is it cars? Is it? Right. You're an authority on something, right. but you need what? A little clarification.
2: Right, exactly. Street King, custom wheels and tires.
1: And that's what gives you that. Oh, okay.
2: Right, right.
1: Now let's let's move forward, Liz. So let's just say he's successful in that one location, which of course he will be because of we course. branded him, right? Yes. And he opens up 7,000 of these exactly. across the United States and you see on every street corner, Street King, custom wheels and tires. Do they need to keep saying that?
2: I would say no, I mean, once you've grown that, people know, Street you've probably become synonymous with custom, custom wheels, wheels and tires. Tire. So now you can move on to that more, just do it, or the aspirational type um, tagline and something like rule the road. That's
1: what we pitched them.
2: Yes, exactly. We, so
1: on this continuum <laughs> of, so what we tell our clients is, you know, we're giving you a range of taglines with this, mm-hmm. but imagine you start here, Yes. as you become known. You don't have to tell people anymore what you do because they know what you do. Mm-hmm. That allows you then, again, with these taglines, it gives you sometimes room to pivot. Rule the road, he could then start selling things more than just tires. Yes. And that's that'd be way better to have rule the road. That's very aspirational. Yes. Um, and it's
2: so- very branded and, um, yeah.
1: So think about that in terms of your evolution. I used to struggle with this quite a bit in naming people because everybody wants to start off with literal names because they're so afraid that people aren't going to get them. It's like dating. He just doesn't get me. He doesn't get me. me. Well, change your profile.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Um, Yes.
1: But what I always tell people is don't get that first gear kind of thing going to where either in your name or your tagline, um, you're so literal that... Okay, I get it. You know, you you do this, but so does a lot of people. Um, you know, a pharmacy that's sitting at the corner, it's clearly a pharmacy with that pharmacy little, you know, cup and dish thing where they grind up the pills. Yes. And then underneath right. it, it says drugstore.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, well, I kind of figured that. Yeah. It's all glass, yeah, you know. Yeah, right. Um, and it's, we have one, I think, in town that was called Brevard Drug, you mm-hmm. know, drugstore. It's yeah. a little redundant. It's wasted space. Mm-hmm. So, you do need to start when you're smaller with more description. Yes. Kind of tack it down. One thing that we advise people is don't be afraid of having both. Have both. Yes,
2: exactly. Especially in the beginning. Yeah.
1: Just, you know, and again, we use this example. The official name for Apple was Apple Computers. Yeah. And they had a tagline think different.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so that's, while not a phrase, they were telling people that Apple is synonymous with computers. Yes. And then they were able to drop that descriptor. And as they grew, they became more this ethereal, think different.
2: Exactly.
1: Open up the possibilities. So either start with a descriptive phrase that's a little bit more literal and and graduate. You can always, the beauty of taglines is you can what?
2: Change them. Change. Exactly. And I think that's the important takeaway here is that tagline doesn't need to be Forever.
1: It doesn't need to be forever. And that's the challenge of branding around a tagline. Mm-hmm. And and so coming full circle. Yeah. You know, we started right. the show saying, Can you brand around a tagline? Taglines usually are versatile. They're just like a campaign almost yep. that you use. Uh, Chevy, uh, the heartbeat of America.
3: Mm-hmm. At the
1: time, that was the longest running tagline they had ever gotten. Usually they changed them out every year or two. Mm-hmm. That one resonated so well that they used, I think, for like seven years. It was like a record for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chevrolet, the heartbeat of America. And they had a little, I won't do you the injustice of singing it, but <laughs> it was It was. Now, if you brand around it like these guys, we we'll always say at the top of the hour, um, the law firms, justice counts for the people, you better pick a pretty strong right. tagline because you're basically you're substituting. You're going to be remembered by yes. your
2: tagline and not necessarily your name.
1: Right. And you're substituting what, what really is your brand identity. Your tagline is filling in for it. So if it's going to fill in for it, that should be something that's not subject to change. Yes. It should be something that can almost do like a name, stand the test of time. Right. Whereas if you're named correctly Street King, Mm -hmm. then you have the ability to change that tagline from custom wheels and tires to rule the road. Exactly. So I think you lock yourself in when you have a legacy name, you come up with a tagline. It might get the job done, Mm -hmm. but I think it's just more limiting. Yes. um, And you take away some of it. Tungsten, uh, let's be realistic, as a kind of boutique naming and branding firm, we we still have to tell visitors, most probably 75% of the people to our site mm-hmm. found out they need a company name and they're not familiar with the industry even. Yeah, so right. we <laughs> still say, Tungsten, company naming and branding, to yep. be clear about what we do. We yep. name and brand companies, but we still have our tagline there that we're wired for brilliance. Right. So within this space of company naming and branding, we do things that are brilliant, bright, insightful.
2: Right. But I probably wouldn't lead with... I'm from Tungsten and we're wired for, for brilliance.
1: brilliance, so right.
2: what is right. it that you do? What yeah. are you brilliant about?
1: We, we don't just, you know, reach for more. You right. know, we don't create these three-word taglines that that are just kind of stuck out in the ethos, mm-hmm. untethered to reality.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
1: right, wouldn't right, Wouldn't it be right. good? I, You know, I get the question sometimes, well, can we have one phrase that does everything? It's descriptive. It's also aspirational. And I would say that there's cases where that's happened,
3: mm-hmm.
1: where people would have the name in it. You know, Smuckers was probably an example. Right. With a name like Smuckers, it's got to be good. You've got the name in it. You've got the tagline. And, um, but I would not use that as a goal any more than I would say as a golfer, you should try to uh, get a hole in one every time you go up and don't move off the tees until you hit a hole in one. Mm-hmm. You stop progress. What you really need is clarity.
3: Yes.
2: And anybody
1: can get clarity if you just start with saying, here's our name, here's what we do, and here's how we do it.
3: Mm-hmm. Here's
1: our name, here's what we do, literal, descriptive, and here's how we do it. That's your tagline. Yes. Here's how we differentiate it. So we're wired for brilliance. Somebody else might be, we have more linguists on staff than anybody. Yeah. Or whatever their, their angle is.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's how I would not... I would not shoot for that. So what are the goals of a tagline and what are the functions? The goal is really, there's three main ones. Um, number one, it should always support and clarify your brand. Yes. Park place. What? Is this Monopoly? No, it's the ultimate garage space. So right there, yin, yang, mm-hmm. park place. The ultimate garage space. Yes. It rhymes, it fits, it supports, it clarifies. Now I know it's about garage. Oh, it's a place to park. I get it. So support and clarify. That's probably the primary and best use. Best use of a tagline. I agree. If you can't, and today we we're talking about workaround taglines. You're, you've got a legacy name. I think the fallback position is be memorable. Yeah. It might not clarify. I think quacking like a duck doesn't make you think of life insurance or medical insurance no, or insurance in general or no. any insurance
3: no. makes you
1: think that there's a duck quacking <laughs> like animal farm. <laughs> but you will remember Aflac before you remember T I A F F craft or some of these other acronymic Is that a word? I just made one Acronymic <laughs> names Let's um, make it. that are, you know, that are kind of just befuddling to even remember. Mm-hmm. So Aflac, so be memorable, you know, Geico gecko. Um, I think there's ways to take brands that are p- problematic and s- turn kind of look for the, look for the silver lining and create memorability.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So number one, clarify if you can, clarify and support your brand. Yeah. if you can't do that, be memorable, right? Be memorable. And the third one that we we've seen, is use your tagline as a way to reposition and pivot. We saw that with AARP. Yep, exactly. So they're not saying um retired people, you know, are the best in the world, you know. <laughs> There's you know <laughs> Let's get fired up. Let's get retired. <laughs>
2: Let's get retired. That should be their new tagline. Let's get retired. Let's get retired.
1: No, they, they are they're, they're, they're shifting the brand to say we're a membership organization that's all about optimism, hope, and opportunities in life, and they kind of position it as a membership organization. Let's get away from a conversation about retired people. Let's talk more expansively about possibilities. Yeah. Um. So it's a chance to pivot and kind of redefine yourself. Remember, you can always use different strategies. Some of our favorite ones um, that we've talked about in the past is, you know, to create that memorability. You can do a play on words. You can rhyme. You can use alliteration. There's all kinds of linguistic techniques. And we talked about some of those last week.
2: Yes, we did. Um,
1: so if your goal is to say, I can't clarify it anymore, we're stuck and I want to be memorable, listen to our podcast last week and, mm-hmm. and use some of these linguistic candy. Techniques, alliterative yeah. mm-hmm. um, so that's been our show this week two whole sessions Liz on taglines
2: yeah I feel like we could probably just talk about it for forever if yeah. we really wanted to delve deep into the
1: the An ethos diff- of yeah. all of this
2: exactly the
1: thing is when we talk about them all week too I find myself wanting to almost talk like movie lines yeah. taglines
2: right well I mean some movies have taglines yeah
1: Yeah. we talked about cereals we'll get into that some Yeah. reference exactly. of champions
2: and then cities have taglines. Cities
1: have taglines. We're going to be doing a show soon on destination branding. Yeah. So all things branding happen right here on Brilliant Branding. Make sure to subscribe. Uh, send a link to a friend and, and browbeat them until they listen. And uh, yeah. join the conversation. Info at Tungsten Branding. Or, yeah,
2: and send. feel free to send us questions, send us questions too, yes. if, you're, if there's something about branding that's really, What about our
1: situation? Right, and we'll exactly. we'll give you a shout-out here on the station. It's been great talking to you this week. We look forward to joining again next week to talk further about Brilliant Branding and until then have a great week.
0: Thank you for listening to Brilliant Branding. Please join host Phil Davis and co-host Liz Heemstra for another edition of the program next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Until then stay brilliant.